I am Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 121st episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. Salvation. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Korra. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, Speaks in Sweet Whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Hi, my name is George. I am playing William Groves Matrices. He is a Foster and Arun of the Glasswalkers. Last time, the packs went through the hive collecting the last of the Metis cubs and trying to find the last of the kinfolk to rescue. With the medicine toe, thanks to Kyle Guards the Loa and Regender Final Days' use of the gift Dazzle, the packs were able to escape through the casino, Stallion Steve's, and begin their long trek back to Colorado Springs. Once at Colorado Springs, the packs were able to deliver the cubs back into the sept as Cora Two Hearts returned to the hive and began working on saving the kin. The kinfolk, terrified and afraid that Cora was but another spiral performing mind games on them, recoiled at her every act. And so now she must work using paints with twilight and star touched to cleanse a path out of the hive and to save the last of the kinfolk. While Kyle guards the low, Zeb speaks in sweet whispers, and Mark guides the fallen, and William grows matrices, enter the autumn medical center of the Pikes Peak region, stealing medication for themselves and other Garu who have been infected by the crimson pestilences that they had encountered in the hive. Mark, as you feel the big hands of Howling King grabbing your head, pulling you to the side as he goes, hold perfectly still. In his deep crinos voice as you see his claws turn to silver and he starts slowly peeling through your skin to cut off the melanoma as you see steam and smoke literally bubbling out of your blood as you're in glabro form. As he gets a hold and just rips the chunk of skin off, lays down, he sticks his hand into some into a fire pit, pulls out a piece of burning wood, and then just slaps it to the wound to sear it shut. There, you're good for medicine. Kyle, you're next. Ready. Alright, shirt up and slice, slice, slice as he goes. It's gotta take a little delication. I don't wanna chip a bone. One. As he picks it up and drops it in front of you so you can see your own tumors. Christ. Two. Alright, this is the big one. It's the last one. As you see him go... Mark, could you open your magpie swag for a moment? Mark does so. He reaches in, shuffles around a bit, as he pulls out a willow branch and goes... You're gonna wanna bite this. Thank you. And Kyle will bite down. Oh, good thing his mouth is stuffed. I don't think he's going to be thanking me in just a second. As you just feel the searing pain ripping through your body as it... You feel a tingle 
just entirely too close to your spinal cord as you feel your legs go numb, regain feeling, go numb, regain feeling as you feel the constant sawing of the claw down your back. It's excruciating maybe three minutes as this tumor is very close to your spinal cord and low on the back as the as the silver claws cut through steaming fire as part of your skin actually ignites for a brief moment in your glabro form before the pain suddenly stops there's a sudden coolness and he goes there you go as a softball size piece of flesh slaps down near your lap as he goes keep biting that as you feel the searing flames striking your back to cauterize the wound as you take two points of aggravated damage and he goes all right you're good for your medicine fuck as you guys go over as you have some pills it's gonna take as you start popping the pills and you feel the chemo kind of that icky like pit in your stomach like you just swallowed like a giant chunk of lead Ugh. Not the best tasting stuff, but eh, it will work. As Zeb, you're getting your regiment of antibiotics as they go, these two today, these two tonight, these two tomorrow morning, these two tomorrow night, and that should be enough to flush your system enough for regeneration to kick in if you stay in Glabro these two days. Or at least not in your Hamid form. He'll cough and nod with his little pills in his hands. As Fate Dancer goes, you two, you'll have to take these pills for four days, I think, before your regeneration fully kicks in. You're going to have to stay in Glabro in that time, so I suggest staying on Sept grounds and taking it easy. Will do. Thank you. Meanwhile, back at Cripple Creek, you see paints with Twilight and Star Touched, even in their Krinos, like if they could sweat they would as they're out of breath as they've been dancing and performing the rites for nearly a day and a half or almost three days straight now to get to the chamber with all the cages just a couple more <sighs> just a couple more hours cora paints with twilight says i think you can take a break for just a, for a little while i think you've got the time <sighs> okay thanks <sighs> what can i do to help you right now Hmm. Go up top. As she shifts into Glabro, pulls out her wallet and throws some cash at you <laughs> half-heartedly, goes, Get me some water. Definitely. Can. Do. Dimitri, can you please guide me out of here? Perfect. Yeah, I'll guide Cora out and... Yeah, Cora, do you have any cash on you? Besides what Paints with Riley just gave you? No, I... don't want to I... spend the money. No, I gotcha. No, I, I have not had cash for years all right well you go get that water maybe i can find some food for the kinfolk in a in one of the dumpsters out back some of them were looking really rough in the other spot okay not a problem i'll meet you back here in maybe 20 sounds good yeah so cora will go and try to find like a con like a close convenience store or something but not going yet all right you get to a a gas station Cool, cool, cool. So, my question. I have three temp rage and nine permanent. Where does she fall with that on Which the comfortability one's the higher level? 
which is the highest? Permanent. Okay. And that's nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay. So uh, unless these uh, these lowly gas station workers have an <laughs> iron will of ten. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I was just, I was hoping, but okay, cool, awesome. Cora will take a deep breath before she enters, and like kind of brush, as like a bit, like the dirt from her her clothes as best as she can. Not really well because obviously it's ground in and they're old clothes. She'll go in. She won't. She she won't like. She won't get near like super near people that are in there. Just like beeline to the water and right in line to pay okay and as eyes are upon you as people are like you know completely taken aback you hear one of them going i think she's one of them liberal antifa ready to fuck up your store jim if you need me i got my gun in my compartment my glove compartment Cora will probably just like snicker to herself just a little bit like a like a slight breath out the nose just because like after the last night a gun is kind of funny to her okay as he leaves but he keeps his eye on and you see him just sitting in his truck watching you the the guy at the convenience goes all right will this be all for you ma'am yeah just these waters and that'll be it all right as he rings you up he takes the cash hands you back some change Thank you very much. I hope you have a great day. Sure thing. As you wander out of the store. You wander out of the stores, you see him pick up the phone, you see him talking, looking over Cora's direction. Cora roll her eyes and like as soon as she's like out of out of sight, she'll kind of just start jogging back over to whatever entrance she she came out of, probably the B and B. Okay. And wait for How's in Memory. Alright, How's in Memory? Yeah, so Dimitri's gonna probably find a a dumpster kind of tucked out of the way somewhere, probably behind like the closest restaurant or so probably behind casino. the gas station. Probably a behind casino. the casino, okay. yeah. Yeah, and see what he can scrounge from there. Okay, start scrounging as you're lifting. There's half-eaten food. There's several things. There's... um. Unfortunately, very beer-soaked and cocktail-soaked fries as they dump the cocktails into the trash bin with food. You grab grab it, though. You get a couple bags worth of stuff. All right. And I'll I'll salvage what I can. Uh, Whatever's worse off, I can always use cooking to make it edible. On my way back, I'll keep an eye out for a payphone and I guess when I make it back to, to Cora, I'll say Cora, do you have some change for the phone? I've got a little bit of change left over from what we were given. I was thinking of calling William. Uh, I have a few ideas on how to help the kinfolk out. Sure, yeah. I don't think that she would have a problem with using it for that. And if she does, then I'll Keep my eye on the ground and see if I can find a couple quarters. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep a lookout, too. Thanks. Give him the change. He gets the change. Dimitri, I need you to roll <laughs> Perception Investigation Difficulty 8 as you are in a strange town looking for a payphone in the le- year of our Lord, 2022. 2022. Oh, fair enough. 
you do not find a payphone. Uh-huh. As you're walking around, as some people are giving you the side eye now through their windows, clearly kind of looking as one cop car of Teller County Sheriff drives by as they look and they just they just give you a nod. But after another 20, 30 minutes, another Teller County Sheriff car drives by and it's the same officer just kind of watching you as if they're just tracking you while driving through town, following complaints. Smile and wave, Cora. Just smile and wave. I will, like, just lean over it. Maybe they have a phone at the B&B that we could use. That's a good idea. Yeah, let's... Let's go back. Yeah. yeah. If the phone doesn't pan out, I I have another way of contacting them. Oh. I, I have a gift. Oh, fantastic. Well, let's go and see what we can do. You get to the B&B as the desk person's like, do you have a room here? Actually, we were just wondering if we could borrow your phone for just a few minutes. Do you have a um, phone? I do. I'm going to have to check with my manager. Sure. Of course. Walks into the back room. You kind of wait an almost comical amount of time before oh, no. she comes out and goes, sorry, ma'am, paying customers only. Totally fine. Looks like we'll have to find another way to get in touch with them, Dimitri. That's okay. Well, thank you for your time. Sure, sure, sure. She gives a very forced smile. Enjoy the rest of your shift. And we'll leave, I guess, but not really, to try and get into the entrance to the, to the hive. Okay, you do that. So you're able to do that. It's, it's in a place that's clearly not well-tracked, likely because of the spirals who owned this place. So back down into the depths. What time of day was it? It's about noon, maybe 1, 1.30. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I have a gift, Cora, that allows me to contact people through their dreams. So we'll just have to wait until a, a good time that William or Zeb will be asleep, and then I can make an attempt to contact them. Sounds like a plan. We'll just try and help out down here as much as we can in the meantime. Yep. And Demetra will go ahead and uh, split the bags of food in half and try to hand over as a much usable food to Cora. And uh, you go and take these to the people in the cages and I'll take the rest to our friend that's deeper in the hive. Perfect. Can you... Guide me back. Sure. So when they get back? So you guys head back. Cora, you start breaking off food as people start hungrily eating it and looking at you almost like feral animals. You come across two who seem to be sleeping. And as you shake them, try and move them, they don't respond and their skin feels cold and clammy. Is there a clear place that... Like, did the Red, red Talons gather the bodies they left the bodies in the cages that they went into so Cora's not going to forget about the water she's going to do that prior since she's passing sure and then for the for the bodies can Cora get to them easily in the cages she could probably at this point pull them through the the actual bars one right. of them's clearly a full-grown man at probably weighing 45 to 50 pounds. 
All right. Cora, after handing out the food, will gently and reverently, as best as she can, remove the bodies from the the cages and lay them to one side of the of the cave in preparation, I guess, in her mind to be buried and have rites done and things like that as best as they can. And what um, Zeb had said he was going to do for their souls. You feel all eyes upon you as all the kids stop eating as they see you moving the bodies from the cages, one of them shaking, the fear returning to their eyes as they see you pulling two of their companions that they seem to refuse to believe are dead. Um, in response, I guess, in just general... I wouldn't want you guys to get any more sick. And she'll leave them to their food and let them be for for now. Okay, as you do hear one of them, one of the thinner ones just start to just hit their stomach as they are convulsing a bit. Could I get an intelligence medicine check? You may want to pull from Bear. Definitely going to pull from Bear. Because I think that gives me two. <laughs> yeah, so I'll pull three the three from Bear, so that'll put me at a five. Diff, seven. One. Cora, thanks to the medical knowledge imparted by Bear, you realize that people who've been starved for days can't just start eating because their stomach has actually shut down acid production. Oh, lovely. So the food in them is literally sitting in their guts and causing massive distress and causing shock to their bodies for the most hungry of them. You can, it has been a day though, so there are three of them. You can automatically save one with a timed mother's touch. The other two, you have three rounds to make two successes on a diff six medicine check to induce vomiting in a way that doesn't cause any additional damage. You will also have to shift down to glabro form as inducing vomiting in Krynos is just a really creative way of ripping out someone's throat. Shoving a giant Krynos paw. Throw up, damn you. Vomit. Oh no. As it's like poking out the back of their neck. (laughs) We're here to save you. Why won't you believe me? Congratulations, you're being rescued. Don't resist. (laughs) Stop resisting my help. I'm trying my best. You're being. (laughs) You have to throw up. You're being rescued. Resistance is futile. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I can still use those uh, those bear dots, right? Yes, you can. Unless like Mark was sitting down somewhere in Colorado Springs, going, "How was penicillin invented?" Bear! <laughs> oh, great father bear, I summon you. It was found on bread. It was found on bread. You have three turns to well, get yeah. all, all three, but are you going to use Mother's Touch on one to guarantee the save? Yes, yes, I will. All right, spend a gnosis and roll Intelligence Empathy Diff 5. Only one success is necessary for this. Yeah. All right, you saved one. You have one turn left. There's two left. So you're going to have to try and succeed this one. Same thing. Intelligence, medicine, diff six. You need two successes. It's not a botch. Not a botch. You try, but you saved one. 
plus the one. Oh yeah, I saved one. You saved one. In enough to where they nibble at their food a bit more. Others still eating ravenously. They, it hurts and it creates harsh heartburn, but it is not enough to risk their lives at this point. Dimitri, heading back to the house, is the guy in the hazmat suit comes to you and tells you that unfortunately someone has passed. I'm very sorry to hear that. I am. How much longer till we get out of here? Well, I, I brought some food for you. We do have a path almost cleared to a place where we found more people. If you're already after everybody gets a chance to eat, me, my friend and I can help carry people over to the safe location. And from there, perhaps, I want to say at least maybe a, maybe a day at the latest, if, if I remember what they told me. We're still purifying the chemicals through um through a a path out of this place okay if you can get us to that path we'd be happy to to walk it and get out of here i actually have a a question you do you guys have a a safe place to go back to no we're gonna have to get out of town all right well i if you all are are willing i have a friend that is working on getting some real estate in the area and we i can get you a place to to stay whether it's you know temporary or or long term okay yeah we would love that anything to get us get us out of this this fucking hell town yeah i'll, I'll see what i can do and after distributing the food kind of on my way back to cora uh i want to there's still the bodies of the guards that we did kill there, right? Yes. Are the hazmat suits repairable? Like, I could probably use Trash's treasure on them. You could fix them with Trash's okay. treasure, yes. So yeah, let's let's do that right now. So, you get to them as you start putting the, the hazmat suits back together. Can I get the rolls for Trash's treasure? Oh. Oh, that's not great. There's also several hazmat suits, so. That's true, that's true. Want to try it on another one? Uh, if yeah, you have resources for it. It looks like it's just the roll. So. Oh, excellent. So yeah, perfect. So it's just time taken. Uh, how many rolls do you want me to make? Uh, well, so those two work. Just remember that means you got to get them in them quick because they only last for that many turns. Oh, okay. So, so you may want to not do this plan. All right. You know what? Never mind. You, if you spend a willpower, it lasts an entire day. Oh, okay. So, so you roll, and it's bound by rounds, or you can expend a willpower, and then the object functions for an entire day, and then it becomes useless again. So okay. you could spend two willpower. I will i don't have that willpower to spend, unfortunately. I only have you, one left. Would you like to spend one willpower? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. All right. So you I'll spend have, one willpower. Yeah. You spend one willpower to make one last for the day. All right, and then I'll... I'll take this working hazmat suit back and hand it to the guard and say, all right, I patched this up. It's going to work for exactly one day. Okay. We can, we can at least start getting people over to where the others are. And I'll let you know that other people that we found, they are in cages and they are 
very traumatized and terrified. So be, it's it's pretty bad. So just be prepared. We 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 have our suspicions. The only reason they're probably listening to to us is because I'm vouching for you. All right. Well, I might need you to vouch for us some more. I I really appreciate it. All right. So they get one of the sickliest ones into it as you lift her up and she's like 50 pounds, maybe less, as the whole hazmat suit kind of like hangs on her like loose skin as she almost stumbles with the helmet on her head as it's almost too much for her neck muscles, which have atrophied to almost nothingness. I will try to carry and and cradle her as carefully as I can. She starts, you hear her kind of just like whispering to herself, he said it's okay, it's not gonna take me. He said it was okay, it's not gonna hurt me. He said it was okay, it won't kill me. It won't. All right, and I'll I'll carry her back. You carry her back. Uh, you see paints with twilight. You got one. Good. Yeah, the suit will the suit will hold for at least a day, but I think she's one of the worst ones off, at least from the other group. Then hurry your ass out of here. Get her get her to like one of the entrances where there's no poison. Set her down. You can try and use that suit for the best it can the rest of the day. I'll go ahead and do that. Alright, you will have the opportunity to get an additional three to the doorway before the suit breaks down as you, it takes hours to just walk through this place at this point and especially guiding these people. On the second trip you see Star Touched and Paints with Twilight going back into their right to move the cleansing closer and closer to the cages until it's finally midnight, and they cross the threshold into the room with the cages. Star Touched collapses. <sighs> By the mother fuck me. You guys did a fantastic job. <sighs> well, when I tell the story, I'll be sure to add that you did it non-stop. You don't have to lie. Lie for us. It's still impressive. <sighs> Not a lie, just an exaggeration. Makes me wonder how you got your rank. Boom, got him. Oh, that hurts. I don't know, is that an exaggeration? It might be, just a little bit. Alright, I guess it's time to start moving cages. Whew, and like, it's not time for you to start moving cages. Alright, we wanna, we wanna take a take a breather, sleep, sleep it off. You deserve so much sleep. I'll help you in the morning, get all the cages out at once. Thank you. Uh, boom! Hits the ground. Oh, that feels so soft and nice. Dimitri, you're fairly certain at this hour, Zebulon and William are sleeping. Zebulon is definitely sleeping as those antibiotics knock a fucker out. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and use Dream Speak. And it looks like the... Oh, it's difficulty 8. Alright. We'll see if this works. Nice. Okay, works like five a, successes. Um, Worked like a motherfucker. <laughs> God <laughs> All right, damn. I'm gonna try to reach out to William, since he's okay. the guy with what I need. All right. William, as you're having your dream, as you're back at Steel Mountain working with local kinfolk, as you are, of course, building 
a great community house made of cheese, how else would one feed the poor? As the green bean storms come in, luckily, you need the moisture. When Dimitri shows up. I'm sorry, I need a moment. <laughs> I was going to say, you broke Sam too. Nice job on this construction, William. With this much cheese, no one will ever go hungry again. You know, I, I, I wish we had this kind of housing over in Colorado, Colorado Springs. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. I was actually just thinking about buying some apartments over there or some land to construct some dairy-free apartment complexes. As you both are now in Colorado Springs with regular ass apartment buildings starting to grow out of the earth with solar panels lining the ceilings as well as a nice built-in water catching system for drain water on the occasional rainstorm to try and help feed the building without a grocery store or at least to help in feeding the building without a grocery store. William, this this is coming along really great. You know, you could you could use these apartments to house the kinfolk we saved from the hive temporarily until they, you know, decide to either stay or move on somewhere else. Dimitri, you certifiable genius. Cheap labor and we can help out the kinfolk. I could kiss you right now. I'm not the genius here. This is your dream. Wait, I'm dreaming? Where do you think all the cheese came from? Oh, I'm lucid dreaming now. So I'm having a conversation with myself, but making it seem like you're talking to me. I really need to lay off the pot before I go to sleep. Yeah, you should probably do that. It's bad for your teeth. At least that's what I've heard. I don't know. I'm a lupus. <laughs> God damn it. You <laughs> geek I thought it was going for a pun, but okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I saw my opportunity and I took it. You grabbed a hold of that opportunity and you... That, that, that was great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well done. <laughs> Alright. The night passes, and it is the next day in Colorado Springs. William, you wake up feeling relaxed as you have an idea about where to place the kinfolk. Though, you brush your teeth an extra, like, minute, and you're not entirely sure why. Time to go find Zeb and possibly Famori's Bane to bring up this idea. As you do find Zeb in a cardboard palace of leaves lying back, Kyle has joined him as he is, and also has Mark as they feel awful, and every few minutes... They get this bad rumble in their stomach as they crawl out from the leaf pile, go to a nearby tree, and start vomiting uncontrollably, with patches of their hair falling out. Good lord, guys. You, you look like shit. Jeez, oh, good morning to you, too. Well, at least one of us got some good sleep last night. <sighs> anyway, I had the, the most brilliant of ideas in a dream last night. So you know how there's a bunch of kin still in the hive. They have nowhere to go. And I'm also looking to try and bolster some labor at the apartment complexes that I bought or that my company bought a few months back. What if we were to give them free housing, free food, and some money on the side, 
and they can work to make the apartment complex so much better. Young man, you will not create a labor force paid in vouchers to become something for you to build wealth upon. Traffic here. Absolutely not. Get those people somewhere cheap and dry. The rest of the people here will provide for them in time. Don't worry about the business part. And if you can't find a place, we'll find one. The worse technically the better. We don't need police and we don't need people looking in. I see where you're coming from, Zeb. And it was not my intention to try and force work on these individuals. It would be an option for them. But if we're looking for some place that is so run down, that is out of sight, out of mind, I can possibly do that. But this might be for somebody much better equipped, like Steven. Didn't we already find a place that you'd made a bid on? Yes, that it was purchased. That's it, then. That could work. Minus the work, I guess. Then yes. That wasn't meant to be a punch. So it, it's, it's functional. It's standing and functional. There are some people that already live there, right? Yes, Zeb, there are tenants living there. And with this influx of people, it could also increase the popularity of the apartments. What do you mean by popularity? If people see more people living there, people will want to come and check it out. So it might be exactly the opposite of what you're looking for. We might have to have a deeper conversation sometime about poor people living in an area and other people avoiding poor people. Uh, until that point, I think that will work. What you can do is help get transportation for these folks. Something direct, quickly. And Steven and others can get supplies together for them temporarily. This can be a temporary solution. Step one is keeping them well. Ish. It's likely more of them are going to die, but at least they won't die underground not seeing the sun. Can you get transportation and maybe some baseline supplies for those people and we can figure out the rest of it when half of us aren't here and the other half aren't down in a hole trying to get those people out. And I think Stephen will be able to help to a degree, but he probably has his hands full with the medis. Okay. I'll get a couple box trucks. I'll swing by a grocery store and pick up some supplies to cook or just some fast food for everyone. The, the, the co-op might be able to help with some of that basic food, right? Uh, again, if we feed them like we fed the, the, the Metis Cubs, there's going to be a lot of sick people. They're, they're regular humans. Yeah. Okay. Will do. Get don't feel, better. Don't feel bad, Matrices. Your heart's in the right place. <laughs> you get well soon. Kyle, you feel something slam into your back, but it doesn't knock you down as you are vomiting. God. You turn around and you see one of the Metis Cubs as he's growling at you. What do you need, pup? You were a liar. When did I lie? You said it would be hard. You didn't say that your the very first lesson we were going to be taught is that we're wrong. That the first law of litany is that our birth is abomination. You pretend to be nice, but you in in reality you just came here to let us wallow in your own hatred rather than just killing us in that hole being brave the sins of the parents aren't the sins of the children you don't deserve to be treated poorly for who you are i would like it if the whole nation believed that the act of me being born was a sin so i come from sin keep spewing your shame hate this place hate you he crunches away as steven knocks the 
cub to the ground. That was not so kind. Shifts into Glabro, grabs the legs and picks him up. And I am far kinder than others here. Let's go talk about it. They don't know how you feel. I do. Oh, you all right, bud? Oh, he didn't do anything I wasn't already feeling. You had better. Just a couple more days, right? Just a couple more days. Thank you. Zeb, real quick, while you're coughing, could I get a willpower roll? Diff, because uh, you've been hearing vomiting all day. Let's get a willpower roll, diff seven, to see if you uh, sympathy puke. Oh, well, you know, solidarity. Mm-hmm. You ain't puking. You guys, go back down. Cora, Dimitri, you're about halfway through the tunnels dragging these cages. The people are still screaming, but they're less intent on murdering each other. This is partially because Star Touched is walking along the cages to make sure no one does anything while you paint with Twilight and Howls and Memory move the cages through the area. Long drag. <laughs> yeah, it takes uh, the whole day. They're getting tired, probably, huh? They did sleep, yeah. but they're probably getting tired. They did. As you get them to the B&B entrance, and now all that's left are the ones in the shacks. You've saved four from that one. One has died previously, and so there is a total of six left, including the guy in the hazmat. All right. I think I'm just carrying them. That's, that's what I was thinking, too. Sounds good to us. And then we can let them out and we can try and figure it out. Well, yeah. let them out once we figure out how to get them out of the city. Yeah. I made contact with one of my packmates, so if hopefully he'll come up with something. So you guys head back. It seems that another one of the people in the shacks starved to death and died of de- or starved and dehydration specifically. So there was a total of five left, including the guy in the hazmat suit. So if each of us takes one, then that just means I have to come back and... You're in Krynos. Last... You just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I don't need to take one. I can take many. <laughs> yeah. They... Well, look. They're all of, almost every last one of them is under I 100 know. pounds. <laughs> I know, I know. It's stupid of me. Okay, yeah. We'll just check and make sure they're okay. And then... To start carrying them back. Mm-hmm. Get back. William, what was your plan for trying to get a bunch of people back down? So I had two ideas. One, well, one is going to the co-op and seeing if we can get some fresh produce that way for the amount of people in in the burnt out hive. Okay. Or just or just going to a grocery store and picking up food there, not to mention some liquids. Okay. All, all doable. And then renting two box trucks and possibly getting somebody to drive with me or drive the second truck to that location. All right, there A are kin, kin or another guru. Yeah, there are definitely kin who can do that. So the kin join you as they drive up, not knowing what exit they're at, which, where do you go to try and uh, at least park the trucks? The same exit that we used okay so you go to stallion steve's Mm -hmm. park step out 
you go into the hive. They are not at that exit, so you start wandering around as you get to the B&B from the ground level. Though, as you're approaching from the cave, you hear a wail of distress from over 30 people before you see four Krynos Garu turn and look at you, two giving massive growls before they realize it's you. As you see Korra, Dimitri, Paints with Twilight, and Star Touched. Oh, William, you got my message. I... I forgot to tell you where to meet us. I'm sorry. I figured it out. I'm a smart I'm a smart guy. Yes, you are. So you go back up, you take the trucks around, and you start opening cages. As the people move back, as the one in the hazmat suit goes, they're, they're fine. They're fine. They're, they're going to get us out of here. Look, I'm not... I wasn't with them. Just come on. Hey. Hey, come on, as the other people are kind of, like, trying to help them out, a couple recognize them, they're like, it's okay, we, come on, we grew up together. We grew up together. You know, you know me, I wouldn't do that. And one just bursts into tears going, you know they can change minds. You saying it's you doesn't mean anything. Is there, is there anything, I, like, anything Dimitri could do could, you could to try to... You could do a charisma expressions again. Diff nine, but this time you'll only need one success instead of two successes. All right. Oh, god damn. Oh, nice. And the well done. Those people are chill. They finally start to chill out. They nod. They're still wary, but they're definitely more compliant as they, they're reaching. They're, they're shaking. And though it's very hard for them to step, they, they shove off any help from anyone who isn't a kinfolk. So you get up, they see the boxcars. They get in, and they're that now able to be returned. Korra, with three witnesses, your rank challenge has been completed. You are Athro now. And the the one in the hazmat suit, once the people are loaded up, Dimitri will go up to him and say, "Hey, I we never introduced." I, I never introdu- introduced myself. I'm Dimitri. This is William. This is Cora. And we're gonna get everybody to a safe place. If you, I mean, I'll I'll try and check in on you guys maybe in a day or so. But you know, if you need anything, just just let us know. Sure. Yeah. Here's my phone number, so that way you can give me a call, and I'll I'll get you a burner phone or just a. I'm, Sorry, coming with, I'm going to come with you guys. My family's in that truck. I'm coming with you, and I'm going to make sure that they're safe. Oh, by all means. In that truck, you go be with them. Your help was invaluable. And you see him grab a very thin woman and a very thin teenager, and he just holds them together as he just finally, like, collapses into the truck, crying over both of them. And we close the door on the sentimental moment so Sam doesn't cry. And all you hear before the door closes is, go out to eat like a family. Promise. Fucking hate you sometimes, (laughs) Keegan. Do you see my face? You see my face? Like, it's getting red because emotions. Good. (laughs) It's a a fair trade, Sam. I made everybody laugh. Keegan has to make everybody cry. It is called balance. (laughs) You should try it sometime. 
Never heard of it. <laughs> so unbalanced. <laughs> you heard it, everyone. She's of the worm. Roll initiative. <laughs> it's time to kill Cora. Takes an hour and a half, but you finally get home. You're able to stop off then after getting dropped off. The others, you bring the kin to the apartment complexes and you get every family situated in an apartment. There's fresh fr produce there as well as a little bit of meat, not a ton, but enough to get everyone kind of started as well as Pedialyte for some of the worst ones. And another day has, we'll just jump ahead to the end of your guys' need to take medicine. Everybody's healed and shit. You've healed one point of aggravated per day and regained one point of willpower per day. So that's a total of three willpower. It's I, I was just wondering, because Cora's still sitting not pretty. That's fine. She healed three. That's, that's pretty as she's healing. Yep. <laughs> now she's just injured. So now is the time to spend experience if you so choose. You can spend experience up to, if you plan on the next, uh, trying to rank up at the next moot, I'll tell you when that is. And Cora has to wait to the moot, correct? To, to be recognized, yeah. So June 7th will be the next moot, which means that... Two weeks? Yeah, about two weeks. Yeah, exactly two weeks. Do we just so, want to go down the line? Yeah, so we'll go down the line of experience spends. Remember that it's uh, the uh, the new dot in weeks. So if you plan on doing your right challenge, then you can still do it potentially, given the time frame. But be aware you might cut into some of your right challenge to leveling stuff up. So hitting it off, Dimitri, are you going to spend any experience? I did want to pick up Predator's Arsenal. It's the Okay, that's Rank three days. Gift. I think that's two days yeah. is what I have in the doc. So yeah, that's two days. So that's two out okay. of 14. All right. So you said it's eight. The new dot is how many weeks it takes? Yeah, for an ability or an okay. attribute. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and raise my performance to four then. Okay, so that'll be f four weeks. Cool. So we'll take a break there for a sec and move on to... Cora, Cora, are you spending anything prior to the moot? No, not prior to the moot. Okay. Kyle, are you spending anything prior to the moot? Yeah, I'm going to up my willpower twice. Okay, perfect. Mark, are you going to spend anything prior to the moot? Yes, I'd like to uh, level up my Gnosis once and level up my Empathy once. Okay. What are you bumping your Empathy up to? Uh, it will be bumped up to three. Okay, and if you like, once again, if you plan on doing your rank challenge during the moot, that oh. will cut into that that time. So that would be three weeks. That'd be three weeks. Yep. Okay, I'm really feeling that Mark's not really in a hurry because he's children of Gaia. He's not really in it for like okay. ranking up and leveling up. He's in it to heal right now. So how about we do that? Let's level up that empathy. So we'll take the three weeks for that because that will help out the healing. Okay. And how much is that? That would be with uh, abilities. It's uh, current rank, current rank uh, rating times two, right? Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so that would be four experience right there. I like the armor. 
Okay, so Luna's Let's go armor. with Luna's armor. Yeah. All right, Luna's armor. All we'll right. Rest on that nine for now. So, I would like to increase my gnosis from two to four. Okay. And also work on the new pack tactic that I have coined, Dance of Gaia. I will say I that I think you it, that'll take the rest of your time. That's that's fine. So, all right, and Zeb. Um, I'm going to spend uh, for the rank three umbral camouflage. I want to spend for the rank two blitzful ignorance. Okay. And then um, I'd been using the crap out of stealth just to buy my second dot in stealth. But if it's going to take two weeks, then I'll have to wait post moot. I wanted to kind of get your ruling on that. You did use it a lot, so I will. I'll rule that that was enough training for a rank for one to two. All right. Then that's it. All right. Then cool. I'll challenge for rank four. There was one other thing, uh, because we haven't been able to bring it up in game yet uh-huh. with everyone. It was possibly doing the right of the loyal pack okay. for the ill omens. I don't know if it has to be the right has to be done by somebody within the pack, or if it just has to be done by somebody in the pack is there. It is. It can be done with. Uh, it can be done on a pack. Okay. Would that be something that you two would like to do? Dim and Zeb. Yeah, I, I guess to look at how long it takes to do it. If I recall correctly, I don't think it takes days. No, but I don't think so. Knows it. Yeah, so it doesn't doesn't have a time attached to it. It's not like we're out there for days performing the right. Let's do that at the moot. Okay. That's good. Okay, and then Tyler, I think you wanted something as well. Yeah, Kyle is going to approach Zeb. Uh, Zeb, um, I know you were planning on releasing Earthwalkers' items, the spirits within them. Um, I thought, well, it's it's not my decision to make. It's yours, but here. And Kyle will remove the earpiece that Roy had given him and hand it to Zeb. I, of course, it's your decision, but I don't know. It might be time. There are other and better ways to talk to him if he makes it through that crucible. There's no sense in shackling something to the item, I think. You're making a fine decision. And uh, thank you for entrusting it to me to be taken care of. Of course. Thank you, Zeb. William, to help in your meditation and find your peace, you do return to Steel Mountain for a little bit. As you are approached by fights on rooftops. Though she's not a third, she has been increasing her own gnosis recently and has been trying to get in contact in a way to overcome her reliance on the cyber fetishes that the cyber dogs use to control her. Welcome back, William. It's good to be back. How you doing, Anna? Good, good. Gnosis, right? Yep. I feel like I've been a bit lacking in communicating with Gaia, and I believe that it could help me and it will help me in the future. I totally get that. I've been on that same kick. Come with me. Come here with me. Let's go through the heart of the care and then I'll take you to the server room. Okay. As you do that, you pass in as you see the great server room once again. This is what was taught to me, and it's one that it's a fundamental paradox that lets us think about Gaia through our own lens. It is the paradox of the server. Within that box lays the entire world. It is larger on the inside, and yet the world outside of it 
is equal to the size of the server and larger at the same time. That server holds all of human knowledge, all of humor, human experience, and connects you to all of it, and yet it contains none of it. It can only impart the ideas of it. Are the ideas also the emotions, or are they something separate? How does something shrink the world and yet contain such vast knowledge beyond what the world had ever known before now? How does this link us to Gaia? Can you think of how the server connects to you? How you connect to the server? How with it you are distant and yet closer to people everywhere? And do those connections make you care more or less about the world? And can those connections be used to care more, to connect more and connect with Gaia as she evolves and transitions into something different, something vast and tiny? This is a great paradox to contemplate, and I don't believe there is a singular answer, and it can change from person to person as well. Exactly. So sit here and meditate on it and think about your answer. She puts a, a glass in front of you. Here's some water. I will come back and return the water. It is best to be fasted and to be clear. The hunger grounds you in the dirt and the earth. The server connects you to the higher ideals. A strange sense that is becoming all too common in this world. By no choice of those who adhere to the paradox. As you sit and you sit for three days of, four days of meditation for a little bit as Cora and the rest are doing their stuff. Meanwhile, in the septas, things are getting closer and closer to the moot. It's been about uh, two days. Steven comes in, grabs Kyle and Mark, arms around both of your shoulders going, well, don't you two look so much better? All because you let me rest. What a kind friend I've got. I am the best friend you got. Oh, I know it. Well, for the longest time, I figured I was going to stay the most handsome, but as he starts pointing to all the various scars, he's starting to garnish, starting to look like Zeb. Hey, you know, it's good that you finally come down from your delusions as you look at pure beauty right now, staring back at you. Crimson-eyed and gorgeous. You are certainly the best of us. There's no doubt of it. You sweet talker, you. But... Thanks for the checkup. Is there anything yeah. else? Yeah, I got something. Come on. As he shifts into Krynos immediately without either of you having a chance to react as he lifts you up and starts running into the woods with you kind of dangling from his arms. Cora just looks on like a pack was kidnapped. Mark will kind of have his uh. shoulder shrugged and waving. You seem busy, Cora. Bye. <laughs> bye. As he sets you down. I'll be right back. Cora, as you're going back to what you're doing, you feel two arms grab you from your pits. Didn't think I'd forget about you. <laughs> Damn it, Steven. <laughs> Sets y'all down. Alright, I wanted to tell you guys, because it's important, and you guys are close with him. Looks like Malcolm's having some trouble. I'm glad you've heard from him, but what seems to be the issue? So, I didn't hear from him. I heard it from a, uh, I heard it from a silent strider just a few days ago. It sounds, and this is fucking crazy, but after what we went through, crazy is, well, 
as he's back in his helmet form. Kind of order of the day, right? Sure. The first Ronin is after him. I'm not familiar with the story. Long ago, a during the War of Rage, it's said the two Garu came across a battlefield of their fellows. They found the bloodied bodies of the Pharah tricked into a peace talk before they were brutally cut down. In their grief, they laid with each other and produced the very first Metis. The Metis grew up hated and scorned, and the worm found him, giving him immortality. It's kind of a boogeyman amongst the Garu and a bit of a parable about not fucking with us too much, only just enough. It's said that the first Metis is hairless and became the first Ronin as he gave up all of his tribes. And the names of those he hunts become etched in his flesh as he hunts them mercilessly. What's the trigger supposed to be? No one knows. That's what makes him such a boogeyman. Is this any relation to the uh, the Desperate One legend that's going around certain Metis camps? No, that's a Child of Gaia thing. I'm, I'm hopeful for it, but personally, I don't think the Desperate One's going to be a Metis. If the Desperate One will ever, like, ever exist. The Desperate One breaks all the laws of Litany, right? Well, what what's the point of a Metis getting it on with another Garu? Nothing's going to happen. So, so there's no, no worries there. And so if they're going to break all the rules of Litany, you know. Fair point, but why Malcolm? Good question. I have no idea. First of all, it's been looking for him, though. Well, frankly, I haven't seen Malcolm since the since the start of the coalition months ago. Yeah. I do you think it has anything to do with Bloody Snow? I I know she was missing and he was looking for her. I think it might, but beyond that I'm I'm completely unsure, man. Just unnerving. Do you know why they think the first Ronin is after him? That eh, boogeyman stories here and there. The I heard from that silent strider there was something about seeing the first Ronin in Mexico after Malcolm passed through. There's tales that he was at the Hidden Glade and the first Ronin was spotted there. I heard that from the Fianna in our big fucking army that the first Ronin was spotted in mass. But it just sounds like wherever Malcolm goes, the first Ronin is spotted. It could be any other Metis. It could be a black spiral that... Him and his pack pissed off and just started carving names into him to try and get the prestige of the legend. Something that we should definitely check out. How are you going to check it out? Where's Malcolm now? Come on. No idea, but we can ask around. Can. You ain't going to miss a moot, though, if you do that. Yeah. Mm. Hey, Cora. Look, Malcolm... He's about to become an elder, right? Or Malcolm is an elder, I think, now. Yeah. If he needs help, he'll ask. I think. I hope. You're right, though. Still, though, I gut feeling feel it's worth an investigation. The first Ronin, it's possible that it, it's a black spiral. Anyway, I thought I'd let you guys know, since you guys were close to, with Malcolm. No, th- thanks, man. Thanks. I mean, it might be worth sending a spirit, a message to him. Just to ask if everything's alright, if he needs anything from us. Let him know we're here. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Remind him that he has people he can ask for help, if he needs it. Absolutely. As 
time catches up quickly. On the fourth day, Fights on Rooftops comes over to William. What's your thoughts on the paradox of the server? My thoughts are full, almost too full to speak of. But the way I see it is it kind of works almost like radio waves or the Wi-Fi for connections. You reach out and you connect with people. And in that connection, you learn a lot being sent to and from. And within that, it's just data and it's our experiences of that data that warps or forms the emotions. So emotions are not transmitted back and forth. It's just the experience. Okay. Well, seems that you've thought about it a while. Let's go to the uh, break room, get you some lunch before we head- send you back to Sacred Stone. Oh, thank God. So you eat, you return, and you begin training with Dimitri and Zeb until it is finally the day of the moot. As the moot continues and the breaking of the bone happens, as everyone calls out, challenges are brought forth as they bring Korra two hearts in front of the Karen and call out that she is now Athro of the Get of Fenris before holding her arms open and start carving the glyphs of the Fenris along her flesh and her entire known lineage and the stories down her chest and stomach to allow to heal to represent her coming of age into the great Athro as they now call for anyone who wishes to perform their rank challenges. Demetri will step up for his rank challenge. All right. Who do you challenge for your right challenge? Dimitri howls in memory. I challenge Zeb speaks in sweet whispers. Zeb on his feet, surprised for a moment as his one eye bulges and returns. Right well, Dimitri howls in memory. Galliard of the Bonars, you, you will discover the surviving kinfolk of the former sept that you called home, the Winterfang. You will find out among them who are kenning, and you will hear their stories. Hear them and learn them. Learn what the minions of the of the worm have done through Good House International to transform the area in their name of prosperity. And you will craft a song of hope and anger to inspire the guru to fight against this insidious evil. I accept this challenge. You have until the next moot, Dimitri howls in memory. Do any others come for their challenge of rank? Uh, Kyle will step forward. Kyle guards the low. Whom do you challenge? I challenge Binds the Darkness. Binds the Darkness steps forward and contemplates for a moment. Kyle guards the low. Though we have spoken only a few times, I see greatness in you. But I see a blind spot in how you react. And so, this is my challenge to you. You build here with the Garu, but can you build with humanity? There is a group called the Sons of the Flag. They are a right-wing militia. They hate our people. They hate the homeless. They hate... They hate everything that is egalitarian. 
You must go to the Sons of the Flag and convince them to feed the homeless population for a month via community service programs and convince their leader to sponsor a refugee family to come to the United States. And in doing so, you will shatter the spine of their ideals. Kyle will nod and take a step back. Zeb will step forward. I challenge Andy Paints with Twilight, mighty theurge of the Mountain Guard, for the rank of Athro. He nods and smiles as Paints with Twilight goes, Hmm. Well, there has been so much talk of community tonight. And, well, there is something I'd heard of a long time ago. And, well, I think this could help in achieving those goals. Seek the Cup of Joining, a long-lost Silent Strider and Child of Gaia artifact. Their greatest thurges coming together and combining their knowledges after the birth of the first Ronin as penance. The cup has the ability to tie two Garu together in the same way as the Rite of the Loyal Pack does, but for each individual, with both being Alpha. The gift apparently lasted for a lunar month. And the cup, instead of tying each other to the interest of a pack, ties them to a promise. I will work in the best interest of my companion's pack. I will work in the best interest of my companion. I will work in the best interest of my companion's sets, and so forth. Though it can't encompass the nation, for that promise is meaningless and diluted. You must find its location, find the legends that might point to its location, and bring it back and share it with the sept. Very well. He will nod and step back. Are there any others? Voice booms. The challenges have been set. You have until the next moot, which for you guys is July 7th. With that, you all gather near a nearby fire as the moot goes on. Zeb, as you start to pull out the items of Louis Earthwalker to destroy them together. Louis' wish was to free the spirits of the items that he had crafted and journeyed to many great places with. In his final moments, I was able to observe him tending to the land that he was devoted to and loved so well. It was a pleasure to see him do the thing that he excelled at and his service to the nation and sept. I am, I regret I did not know him better. I am honored to carry out his last wish and I will release the spirits from his items. As you crack them and they flutter free as the great magpie spirit nods, whispers that the promise has been kept and that he will come for you for a future promise soon and flutters away. The staff breaks and the spirit leaves and then finally you pull out the earpiece this is a tether to the damned who hopes to find redemption it is an anchor to those that have passed it is a call back to defeat let the spirit within it be freed and gone let the one who is still within the forge be redeemed with his own character i did nothing but his own resolve and the rage that Gaia grants him. And I'll break the item. As you crack 
the item, the Weaver Spirit hops out, and the spirit settles along your arm before hopping out and running towards the city as quickly as possible as the natural environment starts to harm and burn its flesh, so to speak, and get it closer to falling asleep into the slumber. As you hear near the Hall of Heroes, deeper in the mountains, a familiar voice is Bloodwind howling his own final rite. As you hear, I was a friend to Louis Earthwalker. Oh, Renown, yes. Renown is recognized, so no one's giving you shit for your Renown. We're just gonna assume it went up. I'm not rolling a diff four roll with 10 dice. Hooray. As each of you in turn get your Renowns recognized. And then also the Rite of the Loyal Pack. Yes. As you all approach, the Master of Rite, as Star Touched looks at you, as they look at all three of you. Ill omens. Greetings, Star Touched. I was hoping that you could lead in a rite for the pack here to solidify the position of Alpha for Speaks and Sweet Whispers. He has done nothing short of leading us to be better guru, better people, and to better the nation in every aspect. And I want to recognize that here and now. Very well. We can do that. What items of personal significance have you brought? I have brought my laptop. Takes the laptop. Very good. Parents look at Dimitri. And Dimitri will he'll pull out the pull out one of the bullet casings that he picked up from the heart of his the heart of the cairn at his former home. And he'll say this is a bullet casing of a gun that was fired on the attack when my home sept was overwhelmed and destroyed. Very good. Takes it, looks over at Zeb. He will produce a a religious symbol. This item belonged to my father. I retain it now as he served our people and died to ensure that his corruption did not spread. His example of sacrifice is one that I follow. I keep this not in belief of the religion, but my belief in people like him. They hold out their hand and they take it. Now, as they shuffle through and rifle through their bag, as they get produces a pair of scissors, pair. They grab a little lock and snip, snip, and snip. As they produce that and they weave the items together, now contemplate yourselves together. You have your alpha, and you must dedicate yourself to your alpha as you're commanded and you take your lupus form as you show your belly to Zeb. Zeb bites and doesn't penetrate the skin as you shift through all your forms and take various stances to represent submission. And during all this, Zeb, what is your leadership? And you are so bounded. And so... The moot concludes. Several right challenges have been picked up and additional help during those right passages as well as the ability to spend additional experience for 
additional things now that the moot has passed have begun. But we will see how that plays out next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We'll catch you in that next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.